1: And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your
0: hosts Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. Your host Robbie Raz. There's our co-host. I pointed the right way, Randy, Ra- <laughs> Randy Griggs. I almost called you Randy Riggs. That'd be fun if your name was Randy Riggs.
1: What? It? Yeah. Well, you can call me Randy Riggs if you want, bro. It'd be kind of fun. I don't know. I'd like, what's happening? Rob, what's happening, Dojo? What's happening, Jordan? How you guys doing? The good
0: news is Randy Riggs is already drunk. That's fantastic. <laughs> we are back with uh, with the the Odyssey continues. Randy, we are plugging along here in season three. We've got uh, a very nice pairing that I'm quite excited about um, today. Sunny California. Um, hey, you that's uh, sense
1: he's watching
0: and oh, and uh, checking in from. So has he moved to Florida yet? Like, is is it? Is it finalized or? In his mind. Are we He's breaking kind of like news here at
1: home. I, I I don't know if that's breaking news. Everyone knows he he like pretends he lives in Florida a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what's what I've heard. That's uh that's good times. I, I you know I, I just haven't spent a lot of time in Florida and I just feel like I probably that's should. So it's just so hot
1: and so yeah, it's so so, so humid. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's not a dry heat, Randy. It's not not a dry heat look at jordan yeah, you're head. actually
1: known for your high pitch <laughs> shrill finally that, who was it? That i'm said known that? for something Who was it that said that finally yeah, <laughs> and you he's
0: and you're not even on do you on see that, me move the mic away that was, yeah, that was that's very pro
2: that was a pro touch
0: and you should uh I, I don't know who made that comment but you should be on before the show starts it is oh i know and and we talk we like well have a conversation randy eric and i will have a conversation over it as though we're not even like it's not even happening it's just like this loud noise in the background that we all try to ignore oh it's like oh. it's like when you're on a plane and a baby's crying and you're all just like yeah everything's fine even though the baby's crying and it's annoying yeah it's I'm, like I'm
1: i'm i'm fairly certain it's a form of Tourette's robbie were you Dude, causing
2: trouble at the dodgers game
0: he was. Uh, you know you Chad is, is starting some rumors. I, Did you see the there photo? Was, there there were so there were some shenanigans at the Dodger game because the Dodgers were playing the Astros in L.A. This is the first time since the Astros cheated the Dodgers, apparently, out of a World Series. And so uh, all the, the butthurt Dodger fans were uh, being very mature about it and throwing garbage cans on the field and throwing drinks and stuff at the fans and all that. And there's this picture... That may or may not be me. It's kind of like the the Sasquatch (laughs) photo where it's like out of focus. Mm -hmm. It's like it it could be some sort of beast. Why was I not prepared for
1: this before the show? I could be showing this
0: right now. There's a photo. You can find it on Facebook. (laughs) We Uh,
1: continuously find doppelgangers (laughs) of Robbie Raz, I got (laughs) to say. Hey,
0: what what do they say? A copy is the best form of flattery or something like that? Imitation, I believe. That's even better. Yeah, Yeah. that's that makes it sound more intelligent. I'm totally (laughs) into that. If people want to give it a shot, go for it. I mean, if you can duplicate this, God bless you. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) This isn't by accident. Premeditated, partner. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many quotes that
0: came to my mind that I can't really say on the show um, about goats and. Whoa, whoa, oh, oh! I know that quote. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's a family show. It's a family show. <laughs> I, I remember thinking that. Uh, yes, let's move on. Uh, Jordan, <laughs> uh, you're flying solo, and you got uh, studio guests. Are you flying solo? What's the deal over there? You're lighting your cigar. That's yeah, good. That
1: was that was great radio that right was there. How, how am
0: I supposed to know the guy's lighting a cigar? I can't see him.
1: I keep Just, it classy. You know, I
0: figured. I figured. You know, before the show, you would.
2: How did that, I um, click that button to switch cameras while I was mm-hmm. lighting my cigar? That's the real
1: question. Oh, again, family I show. To I won't search yes. again. <laughs> Do not. I'm flying to solo.
2: No sensei cam. Uh, I could show you where he. Oh no, I can't show you. That's where he would have been. Flying solo. Flying solo. And I couldn't find the beer, you guys.
0: Yeah, oh. that's that's crazy because uh, yeah, Jordan was telling us beforehand that uh, uh well. Before we get into all that, let's tell everybody what the pairing is, Randy. And before we get into that, let's tell everybody to share the show. Go ahead, hit that. uh, If you're watching live, go ahead, hit that share button on Facebook and let everybody know that you get into some weird stuff when uh, they're not looking. And um, tonight we are on episode three of Salty, three or four, in the final segment of season three. So there's just a whole lot of stuff happening. Uh, We are smoking, Randy, the... HVC 500th uh, anniversary is anniversary part of it or is it just HVC 500? It is.
1: We never say we always call it HVC 500, but the technical name is 500th anniversary. No, it's
2: it's weird. It's actually 500 years. Yes, it's 500 years anniversary, which kind of doesn't roll off the tongue.
1: Which isn't what it says on the band. Correct. Yeah, that's (laughs)
2: That's what it says on the box.
1: Yeah. Well. I'm, I, I don't, you know what? I
0: what do you go by? They could call it whatever they want. It's yeah. a fantastic cigar. So that's what we're smoking now. We'll talk about the cigar a little bit here in a minute. And we are pairing it, Randy, with the beer that we were under the impression that everybody was going to be able to get their hands on. Apparently, not so much. The Samuel Smith's Nut Brown Ale um, that is uh, brewed at the old brewery Tadcaster, which was established in 1758. Randy, were you there for the opening day? At the old was, brewery, Tadcaster.
1: Was I there when you started stepping on my lines? Yeah, I totally was there. It was just three seconds ago. <laughs> uh, you
0: know what? I, I will say that you, your lines are, are right, right. You did a lot of research when you. That's the third thing written on the bottle. I'm sorry that I, I jumped. Uh, <laughs> there's the picture of it with horses. Were you going to talk about that too?
1: No, uh, no that's all. I'm you.
0: just I'm just messing with you. Um. So that's Banter. that's the beer. We figured everybody's going to be able to get their hands on it, but apparently not so much in uh, the well, the Colorado area. I
2: remember B- we came up with the these fact. pairings, all, you know, all of us were together in Vegas and we were like, oh, that's a good one because everyone can get that. Yeah. Uh, what we went to combined with the guys in the studio here. We went to seven liquor stores. Nobody had it. What's mm. going on? So, I'm drinking well, Yeah, uh, I
1: thought I thought Denver was a good beer town. Tom, oh, what do we Tommy got? What do we got? Tommy
2: mm-hmm. Knockers uh, ah, <laughs> Maple Nut Brown Ale. It's got a little oh,
0: maple in there. That, should, uh, that yeah. should work. Close yeah. enough. That's, that's yeah. sure. And then I also got Sam real.
2: Smith's uh, oatmeal stout just to you know this is, this to is keep excellent. it kooky. Excellent. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. So that's, uh, that's where we're going. The salty component, Randy, is coming from the cigar. Uh, we can just cover the cigar a little bit. This was uh, reviewed, <laughs> oddly enough, on uh, – this is like <laughs> one of two reviews done by Randy Griggs How dare on you? the uh, – I've the, done at least four. Hold on, we are gonna (laughs) hold on. Since since you fought back, we are going to seven. Oh, you have done more than three. What did Uh, I say? Three. You've done one, two, three, four, five, six, Randy. Six? Six. Yeah. Can you name any of them?
1: I can name every one of them, but it's not all (laughs) that interesting for the show. I did, (laughs) however, review the HVC five hundred and. Uh, And why don't you regale the audience with some of the descriptors that you're reading in that finely written review. Indeed, I will. Uh, A little bit of breakdown on the cigar. Have
0: we featured the cigar on a show before? I think so. I think we have. So but we'll touch on it anyway. Uh, It's got a Nicaraguan Corojo uh, 99 wrapper from Jalapa. Uh, this is why the cigar is so great. There's an awful lot of Habacca. Uh, habaca. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you try to say Jalapa and tobacco at the same time you get abaca. Uh You have to uh, trademark jalapa. that. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I should. Uh, jalapa, tobacco in there. Uh, binder from Nicaragua, Jalapa as well. Uh, Nicaraguan fillers, Criollo 98, Corojo 99. And this is, comes out of the Aganorsa Leaf Factory. This was initially released, Randy, as a uh, a limited edition 15 or 1,333 boxes, which is an interesting number. I'm sure there's a reason behind that uh, of 15 cigars. So it was it was pretty limited. Uh, Since then, the the line has expanded. It's become a oh, my camera's shaking there. The line has become a, a regular release. We now have this Toro size that we're smoking. Along with, uh, let's see, I've got it here. We've it's also a long still for a long uh, time. We've got it, the Selectos, which is a five and five eighths by forty six, which I would really like to try that size. I have not um, tried that one. This came out actually last year, in May of twenty twenty. And there's also uh, the shorts, which you know fits me pretty well because Randy, I'm wearing shorts. Ah, <laughs> uh, see what I did there? You got me. You I got did. Me. I got you. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, I got you. Four and a half by fifty-two. Uh, so that's kind of a Rothschild size. It's nothing like little inside jokes during a show that everybody can enjoy. Um, so some of these lovely descriptors that uh, that that Randall Griggs, uh, Professor Griggs, as I've taken to calling him for some reason has come up with is uh, salty roasted nuts, uh, bread crust, baking spice, white and black pepper. I agree with all of that. There is a bit of some kind of chocolatey sweetness in there for me as well. Um, it, it, this cigar, oddly enough, brings on kind of a creamy texture to me, kind of in that, in in this portion, whatever we would call this portion of the cigar, like the sweet spot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets a, a nice texture to it, but that's uh, that's what we're going with today, uh, on the cigar side. Randy, let's talk a little bit about the apparently very difficult to find. Were you guys able to find this beer? We did this specifically so you all could find it. Uh, I'm curious. Chime in if you were able to get your hands on uh, the Samuel Smith's Nut Brown Ale and uh, partake in this pairing with us. I imagine the beer was or the cigar was much more difficult to find than the beer. But uh, anyway, Randy, tell us a bit about the beer.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited to to, cover, to talk to you today because uh, it holds a special place in my heart and and in beer lore in general. Um, the old Tadcaster Brewery, as you pointed out, was uh, started in 1758, and they dug a well. You know, the the water makeup for the, for this beer is uh, a paramount element, as well as the Tadcaster squares, which are these uh, slate slash kind of stone square fermenting um, uh, vessels. And so that they're shorter and wider than a traditional uh, brewing vessel or a stainless steel conical that, that you'd see beer brewed in today. And they are the last brewery in Tadcaster continuing to use this traditional uh, fermenting vessel. Samuel Smith is also uh, one of the very last independent breweries in England <laughs> exporting to the United States. Uh, the, the, the importer merchant Duvan Uh, introduced Samuel Smith to the United States in 1978, which is why it's so well distributed and why everyone can find it except for Jordan (laughs) Gautormsen. And uh, this is one of the best distributed beers. And, you know, for anybody that's an old beer head uh, like us, Rob, um, you know, we'll we'll often tell you, I, I hear people constantly reference this beer and the Oatmeal Stout as one of the first really like high quality beers that they had you know back when i started uh, drinking craft beer there's very very few american craft breweries and the independent uh segment was actually still or, i'm sorry the independent the import uh, segment was still a major part of of the mix of what we'd go and find you know if you wanted to drink a good lager you had to go find a german import and if you wanted to find a great northern English brown. Um, you know, if, if, if you thought you liked Newcastle quite a bit, but you wanted something a little bit richer, a little bit um, more full-flavored, uh, Samuel Smiths uh, offered a great option uh, for those of us that were trying to hunt down uh, the highest quality beers available. So, um, you know, I, I, I did watch your live on Monday, Rob. So, uh, I, I, now watch your lives just so that I can correct you once we get to Wednesday. No, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> I, I I've been saying
1: stuff wrong on purpose this whole time
0: and it's about time. Like I, you finally caught on. I'm, 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 I'm excited that, uh, that I can look forward to being corrected, uh, every Wednesday.
1: Fantastic. Well, no, it's not really so much a correction; it's just a a, a variance in nomenclature and the way we say things in the United States versus in England. um, Because this style of of beer, a Northern English Brown, is part of uh, of of the English Brown subcategory of the overall English Brown category. So you have milds, you have Southern English Browns and Northern English Browns. A a Southern English Brown, just a Kind of give you guys a, an idea of the, the differentiation. A mild is a very, very low ABV kind of table beer, if you will, um, with very, very slight um, dark uh, roast malt uh, characteristics. But very, very, very subtle in, in, in flavor. And, and usually high threes, low fours in ABV. Uh, a southern English brown is going to be much more caramel malt forward. It's going to be sweeter and more full in body where the Northern English brown, in my opinion, is just English beer at its point of perfection. Uh, it's drier. It has it leans more towards um, chocolate malt really, uh, giving that nutty toffee character to it rather than that sweet caramelly character. And so um, so you had pointed out that on the label, it actually references the roasted malts used. Roasted malt is a very general term, uh, referencing an entire category of specialty malts in barley. And so they really, really use chocolate malt. And so what, what they'll usually say is that it has Chocolatey toffee, nutty characteristics, and will fall uh, on the toasted, like kind of bready side, just shy of roasty. You would never taste roastiness itself in this. So I, I just wanted to kind of point that out as they do use the, uh, they reference the term roasted malts. Yeah. You would never, you know, when when we say uh, like chocolatey or toasted. Um, uh, roasty kind of goes more into like that burnt, acrid, smoky realm of flavors, which you should never have in a in a beer like this. So you should stay on that lighter bread, uh, you know, toast um, and uh, that that type of character. It's also very dry again. Has a little bit of a hop characteristic that should be of a noble English varietal. Um, which would come off a little bit as a fruity floral. Um, and then they use a proprietary uh, yeast that they've been using since early 1900s in, in, in this beer. And, um, and, and it, it actually, you know, Samuel Smith's a uh, whole line of beers, you know, primarily focused on the nut Brown and the oatmeal stout really are credited for setting the standard as the craft as the American craft beer movement really took its own foothold is uh, we were chasing the quality and full flavor um, experience that you would get from a beer like Sam Smith. It was literally like targeted and identified and credited with kind of setting a standard as craft beer kind of found its way over the last 15, 20 years. Um, so again, with that nuttiness, um, as as Rob you mentioned, you know you definitely get a peanut saltiness from the cigar, and we had talked about like. How great it would be if that nuttiness from the beer kind of accentuated some of that that nutty character of the of the cigar and gave us just a more full salty nutty uh experience where we'd find some nice synergies and uh and flavor hooks so uh we'll get into the conversation and see if we've achieved that with the pairing here today it's it is uh, well said by the way um <clears throat>
0: That's why we keep you around, Randy. You've got that beer knowledge, and actually, I want to uh, a couple of things. One, so when I was in Maui very recently, I went mm-hmm. to Waikiki Brewing, in mm-hmm. on uh, on Maui, and I had their English Brown of all the beers that they had. For whatever reason, I was I decided to order that, and it was delicious. Much heavier mouthfeel, a lot more uh, s- like sweetness to it. So that would have been a Southern English brown, based on your description
1: really it sounds more like an English brown I and mean, I know they called it I an, an American brown mm. it would, would be more than what you're describing even though they called it English brown you know and that's that's one of the things we really wanted to, to um, pick out with this because an American version of an English brown is probably going to be higher in ABV it's probably going to have more of those roasted malt such as chocolate it's gonna be darker in color higher in abv uh, northern english browns only four and a half to five and a half percent uh the Samuel smith we have here comes in at an exact 5.0 um and so you know we often Amer- american brewers often make an english style or a german style but then they kind of americanize it yeah. uh, making it a little mm-hmm. bit stronger a little bit more flavor forward and and that's why i think um, why, why I originally thought that this would be really good. One of the favorite quotes I read from uh, Rainier Lorenzo, the owner and blender for HVC Cigars, is he, he he references. You know, he was born and raised in Cuba. His whole brand is about Cuba. HVC obviously is the city code of Havana City, the capital of Cuba, and this cigar is a is in celebration of the 500 year anniversary of Havana City. So uh, the quote that I that I'm trying to in a long way get to here <laughs> is um, is that he really blends to, to a balance and and that's what we know of the best Cuban cigars let you know just take all the bad stuff out of the conversation just talk about the best Cuban cigars is they they're much more mild in in flavor they're more subtle they're quite complex but that complexity is is on kind of a, a little bit uh, lower intensity scale than what what we typically are smoking coming from Nicaraguan uh, tobacco. And so I really feel like the the beer itself is also quite complex and yet subtle in flavor, less intense than an American brewed, uh, English style. Um, And uh, again, the proprietary yeast used by Samuel Smith um, gives this slightly fruity uh, characteristic in the finish, giving a little bit of floral notes. And so, uh, so again, I think intensity-wise, these both uh, are kind of designed to be on that lower end of intensity while offering a complex flavor profile. That's interesting but, um, that you
2: said the floral. I was just thinking right before you said that that, especially when I took a drink of the beer and then followed it with a cigar, it gave more of a floral character to the
1: cigar. Perfect. That's great. That's, uh, yeah, what we were hoping that we were going to achieve and, you know, something else to say about this beer, um, that, you know, I felt more confident, uh, picking this to, to, uh, on the show when we started drinking this draw back back in the day before you had all that gray in your beard how big is your bottle you got a big old fatty there yeah yeah they had
0: it waiting for me um (laughs) randy said can i get a 40
1: of uh, samuel smith's (laughs) well well you notice that they're now in amber glass which is the best way to protect um Uh, protect the beer from UV light Um, where originally when I started drinking this this was always in clear bottles and so quite often you'd actually get that skunky Mm. characteristic again you you have some um, some real hop uh, uh, additions here that uh, allow that that skunkiness to come out and so ever since they they switched to the amber uh, glass the the shelf stability on this beer is much much better and uh, I don't know about yours, even though yours came in an itty-bitty little bottle. Mine's tasting delicious.
0: <laughs> mine is delicious as well. I picked up a four-pack because I figured I'm probably going to have <clears throat> a second one on the show, and then uh, you know have one hanging around for later. A couple things. While uh, Randy, while you were talking about this, I was studying the bottle a little bit, and there's a there's a fun quote on here uh, that I'm I'm setting you up for this. Uh, Samuel Smith has the richest, maltiest, and nuttiest of the brown ales.
1: Michael Jackson.
0: And and that is accredited to one Michael Jackson. I had no idea that A, MJ was around this long,
1: and, and B, that he was such a beer fan. Yeah, you know, you know, and pop music and craft beer—that was that was his jam. Just, just um, hand in hand. <laughs> uh, I, 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 obviously, I appreciate that, Craig. That's not happening. Uh, the um, uh, uh, Michael Jackson. Anytime you're you're looking into beer, it it is uh, you know something that catches people's eye. Often, one of the original and most um, lured beer writers. Uh, it really started in the '80s, uh, all through the '90s, he wrote several books and was the he was credited as being like the most knowledgeable man on beer in the world. His name was Michael Jackson, and he uh, traveled the country or the the globe uh, in search of quality beer. And uh, matter of fact, w- one of the most um, famous quotes that Michael Jackson ever said about a beer was when he referred to the um, the that one uh, mm. Trappist Brewery, the Trappist Brewery, the App 12, not App 12, the 12. Um, oh, uh, West Ver... West, West, uh, West, West 12. Yeah. He <clears throat> called the best beer in the world. And it created this <laughs> excitement and lore that hundreds of thousands of people have now pilgrimed Pilgrimaged... Is that a word? Pilgrimage to Belgium. Made, made the pilgrimage. Ah, uh, made the pilgrimage to, to uh, Belgium pilgrimage. to seek to seek pilgrimage. out that beer from the from the the monastery where it's brewed. Um, so yeah, Michael Jackson was a, is he will forever be one of the greatest influencers in in beer uh, knowledge and and uh, adventuring there will ever be. He's like
0: the the original influencer, like way before yeah. Instagram. the Yeah. Day. Exactly. He d- had no idea what he was what he was starting. His palate yeah.
2: sucked, but that's important. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that and that beer is quite tasty, and I've I've had it. Randy, no, you've had it. It's come by in the states, uh, but it's one of those secondary market beers that you know people are trading for or whatever. Um, but uh, you can find it occasionally. You can rarely find it at you know MSRP, which is what like five bucks a bottle or something like that. Probably. Uh, maybe maybe ten. But you're you're paying like twenty or thirty for it. But uh, I'll tell actually, you what, when I was, well, <clears throat> if you can find it. But when I was in Bruges, I drank a lot of it. Yeah, and I, it's and actually I really enjoyed only
1: it. Ever been exported to the United States one time? Uh, this was, I believe, in 2014. The monastery um, needed an uh, uh, in, influx of cash to do some major infrastructure upgrades to the you know 800-year-old uh, monastery and brewery. And so they, they sent it to the United States, and I I may or may not have known of a person that sold a six pack for three hundred dollars. <laughs>
0: that's, that's what I was going to say. Wait, wait, Randy, are you telling that even though they don't export it, that it somehow shows up in American stores for exorbitant prices? How is that even possible? Oh well, it's Lots it's almost it's exists. almost like a like a cigar shop that's selling cigars. From a company that they don't have an account with like that never happens couldn't happen it's it's, it's really rid- impossible it's it's a ridiculous thing one more thing i want to talk about about this beer because and the only reason i bring it up is because i made a little joke about the the uh, horses on the front of the bottle here mm. it was just, just right here Yum. but if you look on the back there's actually a photo you see that look at the horses. Or or horses horses that randy are that's the samuel smith's shire horses Ooh. randy what
1: do, what do you know about the shire <laughs> You know, I know a few things about the Shire, but it really reminds me of something. Tonight's episode and the Salty Segment, just as every segment of Season 3, is brought to you by none other than the implausible improbable, phenomenal Drew Estate Cigars. I've been talking about this event for weeks. It's gonna make all events seem like a community mixer at the local YMCA in comparison. It's gonna be the most music, food, booze and cigars you've ever seen and presented in only a way that the Drew Estate subculture and familia can do. Drew Estate still has tickets available for their incredible 25th anniversary party. And you can have a chance to be in attendance with Robbie and I at what is sure to be the biggest bash the cigar industry has ever seen. Make your way to South Fork, Texas, September 25th and get a taste of the Drew Estate subculture by getting your tickets today at DrewEstate.com forward slash DE25 and experience the rebirth of cigars. One of our absolute favorite true estate retailers is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey, and that's smoke in. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them online Smokein.com. Very,
0: very nice. Smooth. It was, it was, it was balanced. It was, yeah, it was balanced. Very nice. It was, it was aggressive, but not too much so. Like the veins weren't coming out of your neck like they do sometimes, which I find a little threatening. And (laughs) it's, it was, it was just no hiccups. Yeah, just exactly what you would expect. You just, it's, it was, it was like, you know, the fourth quarter. John Elway's at the two-yard line. He's going to drive it all the way down the field. And the it, wasn't, it wasn't one play. You know, he's hitting 10-yard pass here, 15-yard slant there, little QB, like run around the end there. <laughs> nice, you, know, Mike, nice. you, you, you touched all on all the different aspects. Very well done. You, I, give it, I give it a 9.6.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with like an 8.8. 8. It was great, you know? Uh, it was, you know. I didn't get any like it factor from it, though. That was the all only right. issue, you know, uh, it's not an issue really at
1: all. It was just, it was just a good read. It's balanced. R-
0: Russian judge. <laughs> no, Every no, he's, he's, rough. he's rough. He's rough on me, man.
1: <laughs> but, but I'll tell you, I love the balance comment because, you know, we talked about the balance of this cigar, the balance of this beer, uh, the, the, you know, the, the little bit underwhelming intensity to allow you to appreciate the nuances and complexities, uh, there within. So, uh, uh, I, I, think, I think I, 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 hit that pairing right on the head. Yeah. You nailed it. You <laughs> nailed it. Well done. Um, <clears throat> I did have something
0: I wanted to say about these horses though.
1: Oh, I, I thought you were just setting me up. <laughs>
0: no, I was, uh, well, no. The behind Shire.
1: The oh, isn't the Shire where hobbits live? That's where hobbits live. Darn.
0: But these, these are the Samuel Smith Shire.
1: by hobbits? I never knew.
0: Indeed it is. Excuse me. Um, but these uh, Shire horses are used for local deliveries five days a week. These guys. That's class. Isn't that cool? I don't it know really if this is. still happens, but uh, whenever they made this label, it did. So I think that's pretty sweet. You got oh. the, you're just cruising around whatever town this is. I don't know what town it's in. Tadcaster. Yorks. Tadcaster. North Yorks. England. Whatever that is. I don't know. I've never been. Never been to England. Was supposed to. Never made it. Uh, Made it to Scotland, not England. Team Hobbits. Chad, Team Hobbits. Absolutely. Oh, oh boy. I I, I did. (laughs) That was good. Oh, boy. Uh, so, So getting into this pairing a little bit, I will say that when... It's weird when we talk about salty being something that you experience while smoking a cigar. And one thing I said during this live that you you haven't corrected yet which I appreciate is it's not we're not talking about salty like like if you're having a potato chip not that type but it's it's not that flavor but it's almost that experience because it for, at least for me this is how I experience salty in a cigar there's a little bit of that taste it's kind of a like a higher pitched flavor that's in there but it hits that side of, of the sides of my tongue and it creates that salivation yeah and that's that's what I I get out of it and when we talked about pairing these two because we get the, 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 the nutty notes out of the beer to intensify the nutty notes in the cigar and therefore enhance that saltiness and, and find that flavor hook, I'm surprised at how strong that flavor is or how much I'm noticing it. And maybe I'm looking for it, sure. but I'm just I'm surprised at how present it is. I figured it would be something like, yeah, we'll talk about it, and it's kind of there, but you know maybe we're just massaging a little bit and it's not really there. It's really there. It really
1: yeah. is an experience it's a flavor that I really am experiencing. No absolutely I think I think it's uh, I think you know we, we talked a lot about peanuts in this cigar and I think that we're, we're maybe led down that path because of that salty note and and, and I couldn't have said it better myself Rob honestly uh, you know we, we talked before you know salt is is known to enhance all other flavors but it really does create that salivation uh, which uh, again just allows more. Um, more aromas more flavors to kind of adhere in your palate as, as you've got you know it's a little extra moist in there you know yeah all this salivation going on and and so those flavors are are kind of being concentrated and getting mainlined to to the the flavor recep- uh, taste and uh, receptors on your tongue and and cheeks and so uh it, again it, it, it's a it's a flavor enhancer is is how salt is used and and cooking and everything else, and so, uh, so while, while the salt itself may not be um, you know in your face like salty, it's it, it, it's uh, kind of bringing the other flavors that you're probably noticing a little bit more prominently. It's making them more prominent. So it's it's drawing that that nuttiness, and I think in, in the um, in the beer, I actually get a little bit of a of a richer, deeper nut flavor, kind of more more like on on the walnut side of things than than, than peanutty. But you but you definitely I mean for me, I'm definitely finding this hook in a major way. You got you've got that, that great nuttiness, you got a little bit of chocolatiness. That's also kind of um uh synergetic, synergetic in both um the beer and the cigar. And so uh I think that's working out really really well. And, and we've talked about the salty now thing, thing with with uh, tobacco before. It's 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 not something you're going to notice in the smoke, per se. Uh,
2: Derek Rose, uh, salt from the smoke or salt from the contact with the – he said foot, but I think he meant head. Um, right. And it can be either or both. Don't
1: lick the lit end.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> <I> <laughs> Wouldn't recommend We've it. all done it. We've all done it. Don't do it,
2: Derek. Have, not
0: Have you guys – have you done it? Have you put the cigar in your mouth backwards?
2: I have not. I've come very close. I haven't, I haven't close done close it. <clears throat> I have. I've done it. Most guys, I I think most people have, yeah.
1: I I think twice I got it to like, I mean, right there before I. Well, you kind of feel that heat
2: all of a sudden. uh, Oh, (laughs) nope, nope. Unless you're just going Uh, quick, I I guess.
0: I I was, uh, I've probably told this story before, uh, so I'll make it quick. But it was a cigar safari, it was uh, a Sigfed cigar safari. So I was uh, one of the founding guys with Cigar Federation before going to Mombacho and then coming here. And it was our trip. So Logan and I, uh, Logan Lawler and I were like the hosts and we, it was one night after everything, we just had dinner and we're just kind of, we're kind of holding court and we're talking to everybody. And I was standing up and talking like I was presenting something. I don't remember what the hell I was talking about, but I just picked up my cigar and just whoop, put it in backwards. All right in front of everybody <laughs> and there was just there's just there's no coming back from that you just yeah. you, you spit you hack you oh god this is terrible oh, no. and then everybody makes fun of you for the rest of the day now job.
2: that becomes like a shower thoughts whenever you're taking a shower you're just like oh no
0: no why did I do
2: that yeah, yeah. you ever get the, the I, shower thoughts
0: th- those are more of the just before I fall asleep thoughts but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. but uh, I can't yeah, believe I now said we... this stupid thing once 14 years ago that nobody remembers but wow was I an idiot or what
1: and now we know where Jordan and Robbie are when they are feeling bad about themselves and, and lamenting the stupid things they've done in their lives. Jordan in the shower and Robbie in bed. Where, where do you, uh, Randy, where do you lament? I, I have no regrets. I only look forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, that being said, uh, yeah, just, just, just to, to go back to Derek Rose's <laughs> help uh, him, help comment. Help him out a little bit here. So, so yeah, the, the, like, to actually get true saltiness yeah, you, you'd have to lick the tobacco. You're not getting saltiness in the smoke. But again, it's the residual effects of the salt. It's, it's the creating of the salivating. It's the intensifying of the other flavor, flavors that, that is the, the true uh, you know, place of saltiness, and, and the, which, which is one of the reasons we were excited to do Salty as a Component here, uh, is to talk about how it affects flavor. Uh, more so than, than what the exact flavor of saltiness is. We all know what salt and sodium tastes like, but it's, it's that salivating. It's, it's that intensifying of the nuttiness, of the chocolatiness. You know, I, I, I get some really nice wood and, and, and light uh, cabinet spice and white pepper notes from, from this cigar, and all of that is a little bit more um, acute and, and uh, you know, prominent, because of that salty element that of the tobaccos that they're using in the blend.
2: Well, I mean, I would say I can get it in both or either. Um, when the smoke hits those same flavor yeah. receptors yeah. on your tongue, you're getting sure. salt. I mean, maybe you're not actually tasting salt. Uh, yeah, In a way, you are because there's <laughs> sodium in the, in the soil and then transfers into the tobacco. Uh, but, yeah, like sometimes you touch your tongue to it, and it's like, whoa, that's salty, which I think on the Serie A from HBC is maybe more. But mm-hmm. on the actual taste – the, the, the five hundred here is you know the smoke is hitting those salt receptors more
0: and you' you're really talking more about when you talk about when it hits those receptors on your tongue you're talking more about flavor memory really than right. like than the like we're not talking about the act like we talk we, we do this a lot with reviews we say we taste this, we taste that, but it's it's really more it's kind of activating that part of your palate right. that that causes that flavor memory of and and really there are no. Aren't those like the most intense memories that you can have is flavor memories, really?
1: Yeah, when aroma think is the it. closest thing <clears throat> yeah. to, um, in, in your brain to memories. And it's why we have these flashbacks to that that one summer when we were a kid or grandma's house. Or- yeah, that's
0: why the, the smell of fresh cut grass always has that. that I, it makes me think of soccer practice when I was a kid. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, and, and soccer was always in the fall, and I loved the fall. that I'd come home and watch baseball. It's like it's it's weird how it takes you down that road. No, R- Randy's not going to shotgun one of these.
1: Well, um, I'll tell I'll tell you, I did find uh, <laughs> what's well, in, in a glass. They are so now available in cans, and I promise everybody my dedication to this show and to our audience. I looked for the can because I had a shotgun this thing in a heartbeat. It's so smooth. It left such a great <laughs> flavor. Um, but I wasn't able to find the can. So, no shotgunning. A lot of no.
2: the audience is doing
1: the cans. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah I, I haven't d- I even didn't seen have the them cans. at my local. Yeah. Yeah. I knew they were out there. I didn't have it at my local beverages and more where I picked this up, also uh, now owned by uh, GoPuff. Uh, I don't know why that's relevant, but
0: uh, <laughs> I, I saw, it's funny, you guys were talking about GoPuff when we were in Vegas, and I don't yeah. know what, the, I just, that just makes me think of State Puff Marshmallow, like yep. I think of uh, Ghostbusters, like yeah. Ghostbusters, GoPuff. It's Puff. A
1: goofy name, in it?
0: It, it? It's weird, right? It, it, it seems like it should be cannabis, but it's not. <clears throat> anyway, oh. I saw my first GoPuff commercial.
1: Is that right? Yeah, just the other day.
0: Yeah, He's on they streaming. only
1: just came to the West Coast. They've been on the East Coast for a minute. They, uh, they, were, like the, they were like one of the early Instacarts mm-hmm. on, the, on the East Coast and decided to buy uh, Beverages and More, which is one of the, the country's largest um, alcohol chains, uh, so that they could have brick-and-mortar locations in major cities, primarily to run their Instacart services um, out of local hubs. Isn't that
0: crazy to think that that type of service
1: has only been around for a
0: handful of years yep. and they've made so much money that they were able to buy Bebmo? Can you believe that? I know. I was not Satan thing. Yeah, it is nuts. We're, it we we are and we we somehow are in the right business in the wrong part of the right business. How'd we how'd we screw this up, Randy, we should it shouldn't be GoPuff, it should be I I don't know. It should have been Flavor Odyssey, not GoPuff. Ah, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. We we got to come up with the next one. <laughs> got to come up with the next one.
1: Um <clears throat> What was I just going to say? Cans versus glass. What's we were about talking about clothes?
2: cans. What? Oh, that's Guys, so send cans, photos of, of your cans to, ra- to Randy and <laughs> Let's. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, <laughs> I,
1: I still can't shotgun it, even if you send me a picture. I'm just going to throw that yeah, out. Oh. Randy's, Randy's cell phone is 510-355-4222. Um, no, is that really it? Call it 2 a.m. <laughs> your local time.
0: That's not, that's my, not my number. <laughs> I don't know whose number it is.
1: Like, should, we should have just rolled with it. Yeah, that's totally it. You should call me anytime you want. Uh, yes, um, <clears throat> just don't do it on Facebook. That's creepy and, and invasive. I'm just going to say it right now. You know what I don't like is when somebody waves at you. Oh, it's weird. Through the messenger. No. Yeah. No.
0: No, I'm, I'm good. I, I don't know who you are and I don't know why you're waving, but I'm going to ignore you. And if you were to wave at me in person, I'd probably ignore you too. Because I just don't like people. Because you're antisocial.
2: It used There's, to be a uh, number back in the day on Facebook, it was poke. You could, like, poke somebody. They,
1: they could yeah. poke you. Super that's
0: creepy. That's way too creepy. personal.
1: Super <laughs> creepy. Try and poke me, bro. You might not get that hand back. <laughs> saying. Uh, yeah, so, so let's go ahead and talk about how the pairing's going. Um, uh, since, since you're over there clipping and, and lighting or doing whatever let's, you're doing.
0: Let's, uh, let's talk ahead. to Jordan about his beer a little bit because oh, yeah. he's, he's going with something different, and let's see Tommy how that's working out.
2: Maple nut can- brown ale. We got this is a four and a half per- what's the percentage on you guys'? Is? This is four and a half. Five.
0: Okay. Uh, we wow. Five
1: five percent. Can you know. we see the color yeah. of it, or are you drinking it out of the can? No. Okay,
0: there you Very go. Very balanced. Oh, hey, look at it's that. Pretty dark.
2: Nice and no, smooth.
0: I, I guess about the same, huh? Malty. Yeah, I, th- I think it's on par with ours.
2: Oh yeah. That's a little lighter.
0: Oh hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta show the logo. Doing a terrible job here. Terrible job.
2: Yeah, you're right. So there it is. There it is. <laughs> there's those logos.
0: Look at that. Are these are these tulips still available? Uh, maybe. I,
2: mean, I think there, I think there's a new. Yeah, I think they're they are. Yeah, sure. Why not? I like. I, I use
0: <laughs> I use these glasses all the time. But I, these... to be honest, I use. I use the tulip glass more than I use the uh, flavor odyssey glass.
2: But we need to get more dojo tulip glasses like these because the ink on these bad boys is much
1: better. Yeah, I was I was just about to say if you've made the mistake and you can put one of those tulips in your dishwasher it's and a that blank logo tulip. has started to peel off, Go to CigarDojo.com, just go to the more. store go ahead and buy yourself some more <laughs>
2: we have a disclaimer don't put it in your dishwasher they, those that just tears it right up but these bad boys you throw these in the dishwasher and they're fine uh,
0: yeah they I, I wouldn't overdo it i've done it a couple of times on accident and it's uh, they have survived so the, uh, so that is
2: back <clears throat> to the beer here i mean it's uh, it's balanced smooth it, i don't it's called the maple nut right brown now i don't know i maybe there's a hint of maple somewhere i'm not really getting it um but uh, with the cigar, the the pairing is just a hint. It's
0: pretty dang good,
2: guys. This is
0: good. Randy is. Oh, sorry. No, no. Is is maple syrup a uh, fermentable sugar?
1: It is, but not fully fermentable. So it definitely leaves a, a uh, There's um. Maple syrup is cooked down, and so they actually bind a lot of the sugars into long chain sugars that are not fermentable, and so you do. Get leftover residual flavor um, more significantly from maple than, than mo- more <laughs> than 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 most other uh, uh, sugars used in, in brewing. Okay, yeah, I was just curious.
0: Um, so that's I'd, every time I've had a beer that's had maple in it, it's always been just a little bit of a hint. Mm. So I, I, Are you I, being I've, strong? I've always yeah, I've I've wondered if it's and I guess it just depends on when it's introduced sure. to the beer, right? Is if it's during the boil process, or if it's, you know, post after, fermentation. Post fermentation.
1: Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. No, I've I've had some pretty crazy tasting beers. A lot of uh, uh, you see a lot more craft maple syrups these days, where they'll age the syrup in a bourbon barrel, mm. so you'll get a, a strong bourbon character to the syrup. I've had a couple of those that were really really nice, and oh, then the, you'll uh, put a beer in that, and so you'll get this m- rich maple bourbon note to it. Those are everything those, should those, be those aged, those aged awesome. in bourbon
2: barrels, like. <laughs> what would not improve being aged in a bourbon barrel? Come on.
0: That's a fair Chico. question.
2: Chocolate Chico. syrup. Chico. Put chocolate syrup in a bourbon barrel. Oh, that yeah. would be good. Barbecue
0: that sauce. Good.
1: Also, excellent. Uh, Randy, the, uh, that's the, the, found,
0: the founder's uh, CBS. Yeah. yeah that's, exactly. that's got the maple, and it's aged in maple Oh, that's
1: right. That barrels. was a maple bourbon uh, aged beer. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that's, that's a good one. I, always liked, I like that actually better than the KBS. I just don't, we don't get it as often. Around here, It's, it's funny, I was, I was walking through my local BevMo Which is now owned by GoPuff That you all know um, Is GoPuff publicly traded by the way? It's fine, no, I don't know they, they, Let's look into it, what the hell um, I was walking through my local BevMo And they, I went. Into, I walked by their seasonal section Because, <clears throat> you know, why not They had KBS From 2020 They had Bourbon County from 2020. Like, stuff that we used to run out and have to get, like, the day it was released. Wait in line
1: for, yeah. Yeah,
0: and now it's like, this beer's two years old now, and it's still sitting here. It's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me that that stuff's just sitting around. And I have a fridge full of it that I bought, and I just don't
1: ever drink it. Yeah, I think that really... Speaks to uh, you know going back staying on topic with the Samuel Smiths, it really goes back to the availability of good beer. You know, back in the day, we had to hunt down imports that we knew were well past uh, an age, um, uh, state that we would prefer these days, but it's what was available. And so, back then, you know, KBS was, uh, you know, such a lord and unique beer, but now there's breweries that make you know, imperial maple bourbon barrel aged as year round releases <laughs> You know, yeah. just more available than they ever were. It's i uh,
0: have I've, I've said this a few times. It's a great time to be a cigar smoker. Cause there's just, I feel like there's just so many companies, companies making so many good cigars. Yep. There's so much out there. You, I, I, I challenge you to go to, um, to, to be, to, to go to your local shop and not find something that's great to smoke. That's just yep. readily available. Yeah. There's, there's, the regional releases and there's the seasonal stuff and there's limited edition stuff and that's all great, but the stuff that you can find just on an everyday and even for like seven or eight bucks, is is great and it's probably there's probably never been a better time to be a craft beer drinker, because there's just so much of it available and we look at this uh, Samuel Smiths now as something that everybody can get everywhere and it's it's like an afterthought, but this beer's damn good. Yep. it's it's and really Randy, we're getting. I got a little giddy because I was when I was also in Bevmo in that seasonal section. I started to see Oktoberfest beers showing up, and we're getting into multi beer season, and we still have about a month to go. And we're getting into the warmest months of the year out here in the Bay Area. Sub- September and October, o- August, September, really the warmest months. So it still hasn't really gotten hot here yet. It's almost. I'm just really excited for for multi beer season. Yeah, no, and I'm for not. the for the summer
1: temperatures to go away. Yeah, I look forward to uh, you know sitting down with nice viscous porters and stouts and mm. American Browns and Cigar City Maduros. With uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
0: funny they so Cigar City posted on Instagram the other day. It was just a picture of a, a Cigar City Maduro like six pack and it had a one of the cans on it and it was like like the one that started it all or something and i was like oh god i have to tag randy in this and then for some reason i didn't i got distracted but um it made me think of you because i think it was just yesterday uh so yeah let's i mean i think we've kind of said oh pumpkin nails get out of my face with pumpkin What (laughs) what what about pumpkin seltzer randy oh
2: Yuck, there's Yuck. one pumpkin beer. The Avery makes actually two pumpkin beers, just there's just called, there's called, pump, called pumpkin. Okay, I've had them, yeah. yeah and it's Asian bourbon barrels or rum barrels, and it's like 17%. And it's that's
0: probably good. the best one, or one of the best. Yeah. I just, pumpkin, it, there, there's, just, there's no notes suck. of pumpkin whatsoever, yeah. That's why it's good. It <laughs> oh, this tastes like an imperial stout. Oh, well, <laughs> the <it's, laughs> bourbon, it's awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, I'm sorry whoever said that about pumpkin ales. If you like them, that's cool. I just But get I, out of
1: Rob's face. <laughs> just get out of my face with it. I just
0: <laughs> I love I love everything about pumpkins. I'm a I'm a gourd guy. I like oh the my gourds. Goodness. But uh, I mean, I like to carve them up, put little faces on them. You know, put them out in front of my house. And explode them. They're fun. What do you guys think about but, pumpkin uh, spice lattes or pumpkin spice never, or anything? I've, I've never had a pumpkin spice latte.
1: Um, I like pumpkin pie me too. I've also never had a pumpkin uh, spice anything in my whole life, uh, but pumpkin pie <laughs> oh, is geez. delicious. Yeah, it's, it's not
0: a, a thing that I seek out. I think it's just something that people like to get all worked up about, and I just:
1: Yeah, I hear people talk about it, and uh, like I, I equate it with like asking me what I feel about "Hello kitty." you know no, I, I, I don't. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel nothing.
2: I <laughs> I used to I used to like them when I you know I was like in high school and then I've
0: had them since and it's like whoa 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 easy well, well, based on, take on so much based on what Randy gets at Starbucks I think that he would probably really like them
1: <laughs> I just because I like what dessert. was it that you were
0: ordering the I, I, triple frappe thing it was like forty ounces and
1: seven thousand calories triple shot no yeah. thank you. Yeah as long, as long as you have 3 shots of espresso in there it's it's it's, it's the real deal and keep in mind ladies and gentlemen when he starts talking about my foo foo drink habits it was 119 degrees that week okay it's i needed something enough. to cool my innards you know, on, on that note
0: let's uh, <laughs> it's the first time we've mentioned innards on this show uh, let's uh, Randy let's get into this pairing a little bit um, <laughs> should we just let's just cut to the chase and call it a thumbs up
1: i'm going to go thumbs up <laughs> um yeah you uh, you're you're welcome to do so i'm i i'm i'm going to just go ahead and say it's it's everything we we thought it would be the the nuttiness is is really resonating from one to the other you you don't miss a beat you just have this continual um kind of uh chocolatey nut uh, characteristic that is um that's, again, not overly intense. So we nailed the intensity. They're, they're very balanced. Neither one of them is running over each other. This is like the, the tobacco version of this beer, and this is the liquid version of this cigar. Um, and uh, this is an absolutely perfect pairing. I mean, if you, if, you, if you have friends that like beer, they're not sure about cigars, um, and you want to turn them on to something that you can be confident is going to be a really positive flavor experience for them, this would not be a bad way to start somebody out on their uh, path of understanding the flavor of cigars. If they already know beer and are still kind of, uh, uh, you know, layman's on the, on the cigar front. I think this is a really like, I don't want to say entry level. Cause it almost seems uh, negative. This is a,
0: <clears throat> yeah. This is kind of a, it's kind of, sorry. I don't mean to, uh, to no, 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 it's, get you off the rails. This is a pretty big cigar for somebody that's to jump into it's, it's not super strong, but it's I mean it's stronger than some entry level stuff. And yep. there's a lot of flavor going in. Uh I would think, and uh, maybe this is more of what you along the lines of what you were saying, is a, like a cigar smoker that doesn't really do hasn't really done a lot of pairings and sure. or maybe isn't really a big beer guy. Uh right. Chad to Chad said this was our the the flavor
1: odyssey pairing of the year. What? Yeah. That's uh that's that makes me feel pretty good. Chad to Chad, by the way, so everybody knows so you can track uh, is not allowed to win anything anymore because he is now a cigar dojo yeah, uh, right? contributor and and, and, and and team member uh, check out his latest review on the cao mortal coil uh, that was just published today but um I, I just want him to be aware that we we voted as a team the only reason he's doing reviews is because he wins too damn much of the cigar contests that yep. uh that we're all trying to enter and so we had to we had to settle him down, so you know that's 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 how Kevin Acuff started doing reviews. You know, we just got to get these guys to, to stop hogging all the good prizes. I got a I got a question though. <laughs> so that means Chad
0: can't be a Hall of Famer, right?
1: Oh,
0: so bro. he kind of reneges his rights to the Hall of Fame, and maybe
1: oh, what, what a about Kevin?
0: Well, ha- I, you know that's Hall just... of Famer Kevin Acuff is writing reviews too.
1: <laughs> I mean, Randy. This they might took, be the vehicle to get you in. Yeah, They, they, they took Reggie Bush's national championships. I think, Kevin, I, you, you need to watch your back. That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> but Chad, like, you know, he did it knowingly. Like, he's that much of a Hall of Famer that he knew he couldn't become in the Hall of Fame. He did it anyway, so maybe he will get in the Hall Are
1: you still buying? <laughs> wow. Mr. I'm going to keep you out of the Hall of Fame if it's the last thing I do? You're over here on Chance of Jazz <laughs> Hall of Fame committee? I mean, what the heck? Jordan, no. that's, that's,
0: that's the single greatest thing you've said ever on the show. <laughs> That was that was fantastic, (laughs) and it it feels. I'm so glad I brought it up. It fills me with a ton of pleasure. I feel great right now. I'm super happy. Oh, so much.
2: I just (laughs) wish it was Chad. Chad. It was a a silent T. Just Chad. Chad. But apparently it is Chad. Chad.
1: Chad. I don't. It's the Chad. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. We have we have uh, coming announcements soon, but uh, but we're getting close to the end of the show. So let's uh, let's not um, let's not. Let's just do a teaser on that one. Um, And uh, back to you, Rob. (laughs) The the good news
0: is I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) So maybe I'm I'm fired and I just don't know it yet. Um, Show us your trophy. (laughs) There it is. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Randy's participation trophy is always within arm's reach.
1: Yeah. This right here, if you guys can't see it too well, I'll, I'll just read it to you. Randy is the greatest dojo community member of all times. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, sure I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think that fits on there. <laughs> uh, this is this and he's is, dang uh, Handcrafted. Too. This is handcrafted. It, it, Master Sensei had Jordan take him to the top of the Himalayan mountains, mm-hmm. where they they dug and mined the ore to to you know wield and and mold this handcrafted one of a kind trophy. It was
2: crafted that, in the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. On
0: on that note, uh, so, Jordan, uh, no Smoke Night Live this week, correct?
2: No Smoke Night Live, but Friday is the release of Psychedelic Turtle 2, boys.
0: 2.0. Oh,
2: San Andreas Andreas. blend at AJ's San Latino factory in Ocatel. Thing is lights out. Tastes like a 1964 Padron. Not even kidding you. Um, mm. So the release is going to be jrcigar.com. Uh, 12 Eastern. We're doing um, like we always do when you when you make your purchases. Post your proof of purchase on the dojo. Use uh, hashtag uh, I believe it's turtle two, and then you can you'll be entered to win and you'll uh, an extra bundle and you'll also get a badge. And some points, like an insanely high amount of points. Uh, and then you can also use that same code Turtle Two to get uh, I believe it's ten percent off.
1: Sweet. For a future contest, Rob, can we use a hashtag gimme something? <laughs> gimme <Give> something. <laughs> I think that'd be a good contest hashtag. Absolutely. Oh, hashtag gimme something.
0: Mandy, yeah. gimme something. What do we got this uh, what do we got next week? We're wrapping up season three is done next week. Oh kinda done. we have a we also have a wildcard episode, but still.
1: Yeah, no, uh re- really exciting uh time as we wind down season 3 of Flavor mm.
0: Odyssey as we Actually, wrap up. Now that I'm looking at the calendar, I beg your pardon. Uh next week we are not having a show.
1: That is correct. We are taking August 11th off. Lots of travel be, that day it seems like. Uh well we will uh not for us but um but, uh, oh, you're traveling. Master I'm, Sensei's I'm, traveling. The yeah. show wouldn't be the same if it's just me staring into a camera. So we're, we're going to take the 11th off. We're going to return to finalize the final segment of Season 3. The Salty segment will be completed on August 18th with the Avo Fogata paired with a Whiskey Sour. Mm, that's 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 going to be a good one. And then the following week on August 25th, all of the members of this show and cigar dojo uh dugout will all be live in the studio in colorado and we will be airing our final show for season three with a wild card where we'll likely just be covering uh the upcoming fun and shenanigans uh, surrounding surround Rocky mountain cigar festival as that is why we will all be in town uh so you definitely won't want to miss uh the final salty segment um uh episode and then uh, following up the following week with the season finale and i promise you this we will have a contest and we will give away some cool stuff and we might even use hashtag give me something I think we should <laughs> I think we
0: should totally I, this is this is all news to me. I knew that we were all gonna be in studio for that that wild card episode. I believe we will be pairing any cigar with keg stands and see how uh, that's. I think that's the pairing, right? Absolutely. Uh, and just just to see how how whatever any cigar that you want, how does it pair with keg stands? That's what we're gonna do. We still have uh, the
2: keg. It was I think it was two or three years ago that we had that we we're doing the keg stands. We still have the keg like half filled with Pabst. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. That's, if whoever that's... wants to whoever can drink the rest of that will be in the hall of fame.
0: No, you're gonna get like the rest of it. Get like sepsis or something like that's that's that's
1: that's how that's how you died is drinking four-year-old warm beer Ugh. well we we Oops. do have an announcement coming i do want to leave everybody with a teaser I have a big announcement uh this is geared very specifically towards anybody attending rocky mountain oh. cigar festival we are going to have some special flavor odyssey um announcements so stay oh. tuned Make sure you have your notifications on on Cigar Dojo's Facebook page as well as YouTube uh, channel. And uh, now that I went and said that, I'm going to have to come up with a way to do the um, the du- dual streaming uh, live announcement. Yeah, um, good so. good luck with that.
0: Yeah I, yeah. I know what you're announcing. I don't know how you're going to do it. But uh, oh. it's, you guys definitely want to tune in for this. I mean, obviously, mean. If, if you're coming to uh, to Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, I will be there. Randy will be there, so we're going to have Team Randy, Team Robbie in the house. I fully suspect Team Robbie is going to be, like, three people, and Team Randy is going to be, like, everybody else. Hordes. But that's that's fine because, you know, we just can hang out, and we'll just drink the really good bourbon, and they can do whatever they want.
1: Well, we're, well uh, every single competitive thing that we do all week, there's going to be a Team Robbie and a Team Randy opportunity cup. <laughs> Okay. There's gonna be there's going cornhole. Can, corn can, can I make gonna, arm wrestling? Who knows?
0: Okay, I'm gonna make three <laughs> announcements then. I I don't do flip cup. I'm terrible at cornhole, and I have never arm wrestled anybody. But I will, you know, kind of. Hey, we got one. Hey, it's me and Joe. Joe, we're, <laughs> me and Joe. Joe's team, Robbie. We are going. It's 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 you and me, Joe. We are going. It's you and me against the world, baby. Team we're Ribby. We're gonna make. Oh, oh. Uh, I don't team
1: Ribbit. Team Ribby.
0: For yeah, your yeah, pleasure? You're like, gonna what's, have to do team
1: Rippy by yourself,
0: Barry. <laughs> See, look at look at Derek. Derek is he's the future politician here. It's team Rob Team oh. Rob and Randy. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um so no, that that's gonna be a lot of fun. So hopefully uh, if you're going to be there, you can tune in for this uh, special announcement. You won't wanna miss it. Uh it's limited. We'll leave it at that. And then um <clears throat> it's a <an laughs> super tease. <laughs> so we next week, no show. Uh, following week, we'll all be back. Um, oh, Craig, hey, look at Team Robbie. Is, is, we're rolling deep now, Randy. Please. What do you, what do you want? As you're
1: pandering to the audience, <laughs> like, 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 it's self No, no, no. no.
0: Like, nobody Negative.
1: likes me, self-course. No. So everyone's going to try and make no. me feel better. No, no,
0: no, look at Joe is checking in. If, you're, if your team.
1: Rob D. Rob D. <laughs> that's
0: close enough. Oh, it's hold Rob on, and Randy. Well, I like that. On. That was nice. That's, that's well done. Also a politician um, and a wordsmith, nonetheless. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're checking in your team, Robbie, then you get it. That's all there is <laughs> to it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. All right. This was a lot of fun. Great pairing. Um, this was a team effort. This pairing was, we all got ca- Oh, Kevin Acuff is team Robbie.
1: Ke- Kevin Acuff oh, is dead to me. And Barbara's about my favorite oh, person. That's, that's, we've we've split a household, Randy. This is not what we're, this is,
0: <laughs> this is not what we are about at all here. We're, we're not trying to cause, uh, to cause, uh. A rocket look at the team, Robbie. Everybody's John's well, checking well, in. I, I
1: married them. It only makes sense that you would break them up.
0: On that note, on that note. Uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, there is no R in team. I like that. See, Joe is on it. Joe is I feel like Joe is good at puns. He's a big <laughs> team Robbie. I take PayPal. Well done. Well done, Bill. Well done. I'll uh, check his incoming. Um, all right. So we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Thanks for tuning into this episode. This was a lot of fun. This is a great pairing. Team effort. We all in the pool came up with this one in Vegas. And uh, I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll be back in a couple of weeks as the Odyssey continues. Oh okay.